This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social episode 23. I'm your host Maz and of course I'm joined by Ryan and Ben, my lovely co-hosts. Um, as always, chaps, I'm going to ask you the same question. How are we all doing today? Chocky milk make pain go away. Oh <laughs> I mean, I episode mean, 23 uh, is the same as episode one mate yeah so this, this is a pre-recording this is going to be the same episode the same the past 18 episodes yeah. uh, unfortunately yeah. so enjoy the rest of the show yeah, yeah i mean it's the same old story boys really isn't it um not really much more we i can feel say. bad so for graham the... mate i feel bad for graham <laughs> yeah I let's really let's do. start with that ryan let's start with that ryan so we'll kick off with you mate um so Look, first of all, obviously anyone who missed it, uh, we did draw again, nil-nil with Fulham, um, as per the last result. Um, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and Potter got, got quite a lot of criticism. Uh, now, we can discuss, we'll discuss, we'll discuss, rightly so or unfairly so, but yeah, kick us off, Ryan. Um, you obviously, yeah, you saw a lot of that on, online, especially. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on, on, was it, do you think it was unjust or do you think it was fair criticism? Me, I've got like 99 plus requests on Instagram right now. Like I don't, I don't get why people think that having a go at me is going to change the fact that we draw games. Like I don't. I, that's one. You're thing. Graham Potter, Ryan. What are you talking about? Yeah, like yeah. oh yeah, it's my fault. Uh, anyway, but the point is right. How people are saying Potter out right now? I just on the back of that, I don't get it. I'm sorry, I really don't get it. I may have questioned him a couple of weeks ago when he got it off, but now, like he's been again. We've we've had probably four or five bad games all season. I'd say. A handful of games where we've been genuinely the worst team in that game, where we didn't deserve to win. Do you agree? Because yeah, I'd say one I, one really sticks out to me is Leicester. But yeah, apart yeah, from that. I'd say yeah, Leicester, Sheffield United. You could argue. I think we've had most of our games. We've been the better side pretty much every time. How yeah. that can then be on Graham Potter because Mopay misses from six yards because Trossard misses from eight yards because Don't you know it, it just hell. goes on and on and on. How many chances mm. we've missed and. Uh, we're going to sound like a broken record at this point, and I'm going to sound like a broken record. We already people are a broken record, mate. <laughs> yeah, people externally probably going to be thinking I've gone insane because I keep saying the same thing over and over again. But I just, I, I'm sorry, you just got to trust the process because 
Graham Potter doing it right. We're, we're doing the right thing. We're doing the hardest thing in football, creating the chances. If we weren't creating the chances, there'd be a problem, but we're not. We're, make, we're doing the right thing. Potter is doing all he can. It cannot be on him that we miss countless chances from very simple situations. It's not like we're having our main chances from 30 yards out. Our main chances are in the 12-yard area. Like that's not on him. I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a little rant, but no, oh, no, it's so I, annoying. I, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, what more can Graham Potter do? Um, to be mm. honest with you, with regards to actually getting people to score, like at the end of the day, like, so, okay, so to play devil's advocate, then to play devil's advocate, you can't. You could maybe argue that Potter, you know, the system is it the system? Um, is it the personnel? So you know, the people he's choosing. That's just to play devil's advocate. But I'm with you, Ryan. And I think personally. Well, you know, what more can he do? He's played different players. He's played different strikers. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's played different systems. So what more can he actually do apart from get on I the know, pitch himself and lace up his boots? Were, I know people were annoyed that he didn't make a sub until the 80th minute. And that's obviously... I was going to bring that. But at the yeah. same time, it the what the players that were playing were working. I mean, okay, you can exactly. say that the strikers didn't score and you should replace the striker, which yeah. is fair enough. Maybe you bring on Aaron Connolly. But whether he was ready yet, who knows? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's just so frustrating. Is he really going to? Really I'm Connolly? sorry, Aaron, but would he yeah. come on and score realistically? Probably. 21 not. today as well. I mean, yeah. yeah, happy birthday. But no, the point is <laughs> the most, the <laughs> most like uh, the most, uh, yeah, like the worst <laughs> happy birthday ever. No, no, sorry, happy birthday, Aaron. But um, no. Oh, yeah, because that was better. Like, <laughs> it's gone up my head what I was even saying because Aaron Conley's birthday is going into it instead. It's just the same it's stuff. I owe Perez all over again, isn't it? I owe yeah. Perez in my head. It's just, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, I, I, know, I know what you mean. Like, also as well, like, I, I, the same as you, Ryan, like, let's be frank, on the bench, we had, what, Percy Tao, in terms of attacking options, we had Percy Tao, Shakiri, I think it was, and uh, Conley and right? Lallana. And Lallana, right? So, yeah. let's, be, let's be frank, in, in terms of actual you know, natural born finishers, you know, that are going to come on the pitch and score a goal. Shakiri's unproven. Tao, again, unproven in this, in this league, at this level. Um, and then maybe the only one he could argue is Lalana, but he's not, a, he's not a goal scorer. He's not an out and out striker. And he's so... been out for like three or four yeah. weeks, isn't he? Exactly. So, so like... Conley's been out for three weeks. Lalana's been out for four weeks. Mm. Um, and who is the other one that come back as well? We had someone else on there that's not played for ages. Uh, Tao's only played like one game, two games. So, you know, you how people can say, yeah, well, if we brought on Lalana, we would have done better, or how if we brought on Conley, we would have done better. Mm. They've been injured. They've been out of the. They haven't been in the team, so you can't say. So my that. only question is, Ryan, why would go on. why would you have why would you have Lalana on the bench if you don't think you surely he, Potter put him on the bench because he knows that he could have brought him on. You wouldn't. You could put, replace him with someone else, like a reserve, like Raider Kadri on the bench for him. So like, there's obviously you could Lalana that. could have played. He should have been fit enough to play. Because that's why he's on the bench, and then my question would then be proper for Alexis is probably the last swap I would have done, because like, mm. Alexis was actually playing half decent and proper. Yeah, I know I he's been that. a cam like four seasons ago. He's not really been that kind of player for us, so surely Lalana would have been the much better option there. Like, why would you have him on the bench in the first yeah. place? If not... Oh, I, I agree I mean, with that. The only I, reason, I agree with that. go on, go on, Mas. The only no, reason on, I was going to say, the only reason I was going to say then is, you know, we're playing against, you know. Let's face it, they're always going to use a, the, the counter-attack. They brought on Mitrovic, so you could tell that they were going to go for a counter-attack. So I think the reason why we did that, Alexis McAdams only played 60 minutes a game recently. Maybe not an excuse. I don't know. I, we can only speculate, as I always say. But 
you know, my thinking behind it was probably a good sub because in hindsight, you need someone just in case they are going to try and hit us on that counter-attack. A bit of experience, a bit of someone to break it back down because proper on his day is, you know, very, very, yeah. very good. So, you know, he is the guy maybe in hindsight, it was probably a good substitution. It didn't upset the rhythm. Yeah. And I think that's what Potter's main thing was, not to upset that rhythm because we were doing so well. Mm. And I think if you bring on someone that could potentially upset the rhythm and going forward... You know, we were getting into the right places. We were just missing those chances, and that was the problem. Mm. It wasn't that we. That's why he waited until the eightieth minute. Obviously, that's why he waited. Yeah. This, this, this is this is what I did understand. So, okay, so we were on top. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Fulham threatened us at all. Like I, I didn't mm. see anything from Fulham that made me worry. Apart from, all that night. Last apart from the last, yeah, apart from the yeah. last minute um, bit when they sort of Go done on, us, um, and then Dunkey saved really us stuff. again. But yeah. apart from that, right, Fulham, Fulham for me didn't do anything. So my my no, sort of the talking about subs right talking about the whole substitution thing, I have to I have to do have to question Potter and just think okay I get what you're saying Ryan I do get it with the proper um you know getting that bit of stability in midfield I I understand that but to to not make any substitutes up until that point I just felt like when you're when you're dominating that game like that why not get you know get more attacking players on or just freshen up a little bit because I just felt like. You know, we were creating stuff, uh, and not not amazingly, but we were on top. And I just felt like this was the time, like seventieth minute, sixtieth minute, just get someone fresh on, and just sort of make that even more of a threat going forward. So I don't know. I I personally would have liked to have seen him made subs earlier, but at the same time, like Ben, you mentioned earlier, the fact that we were playing well and there was no need to change it, I I get it as well. So it's a it's a mm. tough one. Like I, I don't know. There's no like right or wrong for me. Uh, it's just down to the particular manager, and mm. in this case, Potter did what he did. So. Can't My only issue I'm obviously not is saying. the fact. Go on, Ben. Go on. All right. I was going to say I've been brewing on this one since the full-time whistle. My only issue yeah, is like, yeah, on. we're creating all the chances, and we're constantly crossing the ball into a box and working it down the wings, but then crossing the ball into a box with a small striker of like Neil Mope. And call me crazy, but one of my friends said this. He was like, if that was Glenn Murray or Joa in Mope's positions, like, like thinking like maybe three decent chances, they would have at least got them on target or at least put one of them yeah. away. But Neil Mope isn't that striker that you should be crossing balls in. Like he's no, a player great. that needs to be getting played balls behind and maybe running one on one with the keeper. But constantly, literally, constantly crossing the ball into him when he's sometimes the only player in the box against two centre backs. Like that's never mm. going to work. I just don't get no, why agreed. we just continue doing that. And yeah. we went for the last part of the, second, the first half. We were just going long balls. We were going long balls up to Mope every. You know, literally every yeah. time we got the ball, it was just a forward ball, and then hope Mope can get a chest on it against two big centre backs. It's not going to make any yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, and also, as well, I must yeah. admit that does come down to Potter. I'm not saying he's immune to criticism, by the way. I'm just saying, solely saying Potter out is a very, very naive no. statement to me. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think you you hit the nail on the head there, Ryan. Like the fact that he's not immune to criticism, and we we all have a right to criticize him when he makes certain decisions, yeah. or or you know uh, team selections, formations, whatever it might be. So yeah, hundred percent, we can sort of give our opinion on that. But it is like I think any manager, one when they, you know if they're not results aren't going the way, they're going to be quick questioned. You know we've had X amount of draws. I think we've got the most draws in the Premier League. Um, we're sitting seventeenth in, in the league, so he's going to come under pressure and he's going to come under criticism. It's just it's just natural, isn't it? Um, so no, I, I just I think don't think he'll head there. Even if we get relegated, I can't see him being sacked. I just don't think it'll happen. I don't mm. think. I mean, you I... know the way Bloom says it. I think it's just you know he's here for the long run. We can see what he's trying mm. to do, and we're going to stick with it. And I think the sooner our fans get our head round that, the better because yeah. we've just hey, got I, to stick. I, I 100%. With it. 
if we got relegated, I would 100% want to see him in charge. Like, I want to see him stay in charge because I think we've said it loads of times on the pod before. We, th- I personally think he's got a vision and he's got a long-term... Like, he's a good coach. I, I, re- I truly believe that. I truly believe he's a very good manager, a very good coach. And I think he can get us play, like, you know, getting results as well towards the end. But just at the moment, it's just it's a lot of style and not enough substance, like, not enough finishing and just getting the results that we need, which is just frustrating all round. But yeah, I definitely see in him that he's a great, great manager. Um, down the Any line. other day, that our chances would have, one of them would have gone in. It just so happens that the Fulham keeper that we mentioned in the preview had an absolute belter and got man of the match for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. it, that's, just, that's just our luck. Like, they, yeah, they didn't threaten us like you said, Maz, but their keeper's like the one player that kind of did turn up for them. Yeah, and he had an absolute stormer, which is so, so frustrating. It's just the story of our season, isn't it? Really? It's story of our season. Uh, right, so let's... That's you get your bike quality, let, let, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, but let, let's talk about then the, the game itself. So, again, I mean, there wasn't any really clear-cut chances. Uh, maybe, like, for the first 10 minutes, Fulham... They had their little spell, didn't they, for the first 10? Yeah. But then after that, after that, they did literally nothing, in my opinion, apart from the last minute um goal line clearance um but yeah so with regards to that one sort of question i did want to just bring up uh to both of you so we start with you ryan um with regards to webster so historically i'm not, I'm not saying yesterday like you know he, he wasn't he wasn't bad at all like, i'm not saying that at all but just just in general like over the season um there's been talk when white has gone back into center half that when he goes left center back he struggles and like he gets found out a little bit. And obviously he played left centre-back yesterday. And I'm not saying he had a bad game or anything like that. But just like in, in general, when he plays that left centre-back, do you worry about him in that role? And would you rather... So my question to you would be, would you rather have White in the left centre-back role um, and then Webster on the right? Or do you not see it a bit a big of an issue? No, I, I tweeted about it. Um, I put a couple of tweets out about that, um, the left centre-back thing. Um, and we've said it for quite a while, to be fair. I just don't... Yeah, he doesn't look comfortable there. He does look like he's always got a mistake in him. And we saw, I think, the best of Webster the last probably few weeks when he's been in that right. Um, yeah. And it's obviously, it's very hard because we don't have, you know, that left centre-back in the club right now. Um, I don't think White's the answer either. Dan I think Byrne. White will get caught oh, out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Danny Byrne, as I said, we don't have a left centre back. In the <laughs> so he's a left wing back. I forgot. Sorry, boys. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. But no, joking aside, we goalkeeper. Don't. So, I mean, Matt Clark, I think, could is probably going to be the answer eventually. But right now, I I agree. I I don't know what happens. I think personally, when we went to the four at the back, it worked actually quite well. But the only trouble is that then disadvantages March and uh, and Tarek when he comes back. So mm. when they come back and if March is playing in, in a game, you want him in left left wing back more than you want him in midfield because he's just yeah, so sure. much less effective. So it's just sort of like you've got to balance it out. Which one would you rather have? That's the thing. Yeah, And that, he did make a mistake, didn't he, Webster? Like he hasn't yeah, made, he made like a, he hasn't he made a mistake in a long time. But like the one key mistake was he lost the ball on the halfway line and then Cavalera yeah. was through. That was, well, yeah. that was like their best chance yeah, yeah, of the yeah. half. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. he like, put it wide, but um, yeah, he gave the ball away there, which is yeah, uh, something, something that we used to think he'd done quite a lot, but he, yeah, like I said, he's yeah. been doing really well. The right what what do you reckon, Ben? Do you reckon, what, do, do you have a solution for that? Like, would you play White in that left centre back role? Would you put Dunkey there? Like, what, do, you, do you think there's anything that we can do? I'm surely Potter must know that maybe Webster is stronger on the left compared to Ben White, but for some reason, I remember Leeds fans saying that Ben White was really good at left centre back for them, but. Whether really? that's true or not, I don't know. Mm. But clearly, there's a reason why Potter's putting Ben White on the right instead of Adam Webster. But mm. even Ben White kind of showed a bit of Adam Webster in him 
I don't know Ben White yeah. likes to get forward as well. He did. He, he made did. a few decent runs like Adam Webster would, but obviously yeah. Adam Webster didn't seem as comfortable to do that on the left-hand side. So I there must be method. Like... There must be a reason why. I actually feel like White's yeah. been better in midfield now. Like at first, I was <laughs> no, always saying, really. "Yeah, I was always saying I like him better in defence." But now I'm, I'm edging towards actually after that Leeds game, he was really, really good, and I'm just like, you know, I'd quite like to see that again. That sort of Gerrard runs forward. It was just amazing to see really I'd love him back there um, yeah no that's the thing I, I asked I, this is the thing I, I asked you this um, was it a couple of weeks ago about like um, I personally like White at centre-back uh, and I think you know we, we all had sort of different opinions of like where we like to see him so either at centre-mid or at centre-back but yeah I, I think going back to that sort of whole question of sort of left centre-back who should play where I do I do like I think personally that should be our back three. So having White, if we are going to play that system with the with the wing backs, I, I do think our best sort of personnel for that would be White on the right. Uh, sorry, put White on the left, have Webster on the right, and then Dunk in the centre. And just because both Dunk, um, sorry, both uh, Webster and uh, White are really good at carrying the ball forward, as we've seen multiple times. And then you can have Dunky as that sort of central sort of holding, just dropping a little bit. And again, as we saw in that last minute, clearing the line because he was sort of the last defender. So I think that works perfectly. And then you get the best out of uh, Ben White and you get the best out of uh, Webster. So that's my personal sort of opinion on it. But mm. again... It's just how do you accommodate? Like I think you said, Ryan. Like how do you accommodate all these players? Uh, and like in this system and mm. all that sort of stuff. It's just it must be a nightmare for for Big Potter. Can um, I can I talk about Trossard? Because yes, I, I'm, I've always been a big fan of him. But obviously in the first half he missed an absolute sitter. And mm-hmm. I think I think in my, well let's just go to the sitter. He's right footed. How did he not literally just put? He, all he had to do was like kick the ball straight, and it was going to go oh, like, top right corner, or bottom right corner. But instead he somehow hit it to the left and literally straight at the keeper. Like, I do not know how a professional footballer thought that would have been the better option when going literally straight for the right. Even passing it um, to Alexis was qu- there as well. Just, mm. But yeah. my question is, like, is he playing too far forward? Like, he's, He should maybe should be playing more of a 10 you know he should be playing, ben? He shouldn't he should be, be playing play- on the bench. No, no, he's bench, good. Yeah. But he, sh- he shouldn't be the player that's receiving the ball in the, in the, in the area. He should be the player that's delivering it. Like, Mopé's mm. passing it to him. I mean, Mopé, it Mopé was trash anyway, yeah. but... Mope's the one passing it to Trossard and we saw against Leeds when he had that chance, skied it over the bar when it should have at least got on target. And again, like how we didn't put that away because that, that would have been the game winning goal, obviously. And yeah. that that when, when, when you missed that, I was so livid, mate. Mm. Well, I actually think Trossard had a good game apart from that. In the second half, yeah, 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 no, he was he quite did. good. Um, he, he got that out of his well, head, to be fair. And in the second half, he was actually really good. Um, mm. It's just a shame. I, I was about to say, on socials, he, he, a lot of people were saying that what you just said, Ryan, like how he they all thought that Prosad actually played well, and I agree mm. to a certain extent. But I, I'm 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 looking at it over a, a, a run of games, so I'm not just looking at yesterday's performance. I'm looking at it in the last, set, let's say, five to six games, for example. Now, okay, okay, admittedly, he does have his little spikes where he looks decent. Like you look at him and like, oh, he's very good. Like, I think it was his um, was it the one, one half against Leeds, and then obviously the second City half versus well. Fulham last night. Oh, and City as well. So he has these like sort of 20 minutes, half an hour of like, not brilliance, because I wouldn't go that far, but he's got, you know, you can see he's got got it. And then he just goes missing or just, what was that game where he gave the ball away like 20 times or whatever Newport. it was? Newport. 
Newport. Yeah, times, like, oh mate, like he just for me, terrible. he's just he's got he's got no consistency right now. Like he has got no consistency. And for me personally, and I've said it for weeks now, he just needs to be out of the team. Like I don't want to see him in the starting lineup. No, just no, because... he needs to be. He needs to be. No, starting, but I think he's just too too far advanced. Like no, too, no, too far he, he needs to be out of the team. I'm for me. with Ben on that. I think if you take him out, Matt, who you having? Who you have? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I'll tell Bring you. Bring on Lallana, maybe. Maybe have Lallana no, no. there instead, but... Well, yeah. So, yeah. Maybe. Okay, so if Lallana's fit, I would have him. But, mm. worst case, I'd have... Um, so, how I'd play it? I'd play it three at the back, wing backs. Then I'd have Basuma and... Uh, who would I have? I'd have someone else alongside Basuma and centre mid. Uh, I can't really remember who. Moda, and then I'd ha- Yeah, and then I'd have <laughs> Mac. Mac at the at the sort of the, the attacking mid position. And then how many more positions have we got left to play Two. with? Two. Uh, Two more, and then I'd have Mope and either Welbeck when fit, just because he runs a lot. When fit, and if fit. yeah, if fit, uh, or <laughs> um, Percy Tao. That's who I'd have. Okay, Percy. To be Percy, fair, in, I think yeah. he's in him, but he's not ready yet. Um, no, true, true. Trossard is normally decent off the bench. Like we, I think his first yeah. season, he was always really good off the bench. He t- does seem like a good mm-hmm. impact sub, so I wouldn't mind sacrificing him. When but we but, but I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying get rid of him. Yeah, no, I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm not saying, like, get him out of the team, like, sell him. I'm saying drop him out of the team, like, give him a two, two or three games where, like, basically you're saying to him, look, your performances aren't good enough. You're going to stay on this bench until you start playing consistently well. That's what I want, like, to positive yeah, to basically say to him. knock his confidence more, because if you take him out of the team and he's that's not part getting of the game, so that's, but, but, yeah, like, that shows his mentality then. If he, if he lets that affect him that badly, then that just shows he's got, yeah. he hasn't got that winning mentality yeah. that we need or that, you know, that, that mentality that this club needs. Because we always, we moan about it, don't we, Ryan? We always moan about how we don't have these, you know, these winners or these these aggressive players that we need we to see our game. don't have any winners, mate. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. don't have any others. But like we always talk about mentality, and we need those players that are going to sort of fight for the shirt. And to be fair, one thing actually now that reminds me of actually is Mope. Oh, uh, really. Well, well, Mope. I thought he, he he put a lot of a lot of effort in yesterday. Like he was butting a gut, like busting a gut to get into. You yeah. know, I think he lost the ball, and like he was actually showing a lot of passion and in terms of work rate. I to be fair, really Mope impressed. actually always does. I give Mope that. He is he is a very passionate mm. player. Um, He's just. Oh, I just wish he'd score more because I like Mope. Everything yeah. he does, I like. I like the way he plays and the hold-up play. I think he's really good on and off the ball. It's just when it comes to being yeah. in front of goal, he seems to just freeze. Like, I don't get it because this is the same Mope who was. Well, actually, I say he was clinical for Brentford, but I don't think he actually hmm. was. I think he was just in an easier. He's got twenty plus goals in one season. What is? What is? Yeah, what is? Like Twenty-seven, uh, didn't he? But so he, this is my thing. Before I forget, Maz. Before I forget, Go Maz, quickly, just a quick one. Go Did on. you see? I don't know if anyone else saw it when he like threatened to throw the ball at the referee. Referee gave it a goal no. kick and not the corner, and he went like this with the ball. He went and then really? stopped it with his hand before throwing it. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. No, I oh, saw. Right. Mate, I saw his crunching tackle. That was an unbelievable tackle. Yeah, yeah that was uh, great. Same for Basuma, when he got a yellow card. I was like, yeah, I was like, what? yeah, was... I don't know how. Yeah, how? Yeah, just, just, quick, just, just quickly, just quickly on that. So, Ryan, you mentioned you were like, oh, um, he doesn't score enough for you. Now, one thing I just did want to bring up. So this season, he scored seven goals in eighteen appearances. Yeah, no. Hang on, I'll, and... I'll, I'll rephrase it before you go because I know okay. exactly what oh. you're about to say. I know he scores enough for me, but he misses too many. So he under. No, no, agreed, agreed. Yeah, is okay. what I mean. That's agreed. So he misses that's too much. Point. I'm not saying he doesn't score okay. enough. I'm saying he misses too much. And the trouble okay, no, with that's, us is, that's a fair um, we've only got one goal scorer. So a lot of these clubs that we're going to mention when we talk about the likes of the Lacazettes and the Firminos, etc., 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 they've got multiple goal scorers. We're relying on nil. That's it. We've got yeah. Connolly as our no, second true. top or whatever it is. That's it. We've got Connolly and Mope. Connolly doesn't even play anymore. 
we've not got a goal scorer apart from Neil. So that's why those seven goals don't look enough, if you know what I mean. And they come yeah. in the wrong games as well. Well, again, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, on that one as well. If they come in the wrong game, I saw um, Liam, our good friend Liam, Albi Analytics. He actually, oh, Liam's put, gonna shut uh, me up again. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually put a tweet out. Let me try quickly find it because basically he said that. So someone asked him, they're like, oh, uh, in what games does uh, Mope score? Like in terms of, um, does it affect the game? So that'd be interesting. So, yeah. so he actually, yeah, bear with me two seconds. I'm literally gonna. I'll, I'll I'm get assuming it completely up, goes against what I just said. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, it does. Probably, it yeah. does. Uh, <laughs> Just fucking score. Don't care when you, what game it is, just fucking score when you've got that yeah. many decent chances. <laughs> that's the no, no, thing. When it's these oh. chances, it, it's so it's so annoying. It's so frustrating because yeah. we're about to probably say he scores in, in crucial games and I'm sure he does. And I do like Mopey. I just wish he would just score more goals because of the amount of chances he has. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it's too much to ask to say, look, Neil, you should have three or four, even five more goals this season. The amount yeah. of chances you've missed. Yeah, that's oh, not even unreasonable to say. No, no, mate. Even Trossard, someone named... Because I think Trossard's hit the crossbar the most times in the top five leagues. And I saw someone commented <laughs> of on one has. of the stats about it. And they called him Leandro Trossbar. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's just, oh, it's just so typical, isn't it? It is tragic. That, yeah. Actually, on that oh. stat, actually, because I've got that up right now. And I've got it, yeah? That, this is horrific. This is No, this isn't Mope, but we are oh, the... Right. The worst team on expected points versus expected versus actual points, and the worst team in expected goals versus actual goals. And as you say, Trossard's hit the most crossbars in Europe, or top five, or whatever. There you go. It's just it's right. Just, so so Ryan. So I've got yeah, I've got the tweet. Sorry about it taking so long. He, he tweets so much that Liam. Um, I was struggling <laughs> to find it, but um, no. So it was um, sixteen of Neil Mopé's twenty-one Brighton goal involvements have been game state changing ones. So by that he means either losing to drawing or drawing to winning. So he is a scorer of important goals according to our analytics. Um, so I'm yeah, sure he I is, mean, but he could have a lot more to that as well. Yeah. No, no, agree, mate, hundred percent, hundred percent agreed. Um, yeah, he can score. He should be scoring a lot more. But then you know, like you said, right? Was it you, Ryan? I think you said about how we only rely on him. Like that—that's—that's yeah. that's an issue, right? Because mm. why are we yeah. why are we solely relying on one striker? You know, we no should be getting can. goals from. <laughs> Basically, yeah. but, but then, that's but it. then we've got to think. Yeah, we we got to think about like why why like why are we just why do we just have one source? Because you're right, um, Mope, and the next top goal scorers I think are on two, uh, which is joint with like Lewis Dunk. Pascal do you Poros. see uh, Ben White's Ben White's uh, post? Like I know when footballers do their like post match caption, it's like um, we'll keep fighting and the win will come or whatever. <laughs> Great performance. Ben White yeah. actually said he was like it was a good performance from the lads. Uh, just need to take our chances. So that's, he's yeah. obviously like pointing at the finger at the yeah. forwards and right, rightly so. Yeah, I they mean, obviously I mean, know I mean, that it's the strongest score. For the fact that he it, actually really. finally said someone actually finally said we need to finish our chances. Yeah, it's, I mean it must know, be so frustrating for the defense. Yeah, it must be yeah, so that's the thing. Because yeah. we've got such good defenders and midfielders. It's just like, oh, they're actually mate, playing well. So they're defending well now. Yeah, yeah. Again, Veltman. Veltman. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, Veltman was class. Just quickly, uh, he was very, very good. I thought he was yeah, class. He got better second um, half. But, first half, he was. <laughs> but, yeah, he was. but do, do, do you reckon that in the changing rooms, like the, the defenders just absolutely banter the strikers? They're like, "You're shit, <laughs> yeah. mate." Like, can yeah. you just score? Can you just score? Some need goals? to do more than banter. When they, when we need to have... bully them now until they start. Scoring <laughs> yeah. When they have their pre-match meals right at the Amex, they'll probably be like, "You boys going to finish that?" Yeah, you could have finished your dinner. And the like, "Fuck off, fuck off, donkey." 
Alright, alright, Ebra, oh, calm down. Bit, bit um, racist, right. Yeah. Oh, mate. That's not nice. I'm joking. I'm joking. Cancelled. Um, there we go. Modern yeah, day yeah. snowflakes and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, and then, and then yeah. final thing, really, on the game, because like, like we mentioned, there wasn't really any sort of clear, clear cut stuff yeah, apart from the couple of misses. But the final, sort of the big, big talking point was after all that dominance and all this, like, you know, playing well, so to speak, they then hit us on the counter and bloody Love Island's very own Ruben Loftus Cheek was about to score. And then thankfully. <laughs> oh, if he scored the winner, oh my God, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine, imagine, oh. like, him of all people just throwing, doing his little, like, pout to the camera or something. That's the yeah, thing, like, the, the, the difference between, I know it's so obviously, the difference between us losing and us drawing is so massive. Like, if they oh, had mate. been 2 1 and been two points clear of, uh, away from us with the game in hand would have been mental. We would have yeah. been so, so much more upset. Of and it would have been so undeserved as well. The fact that we so did undeserved. play so much better than them. And imagine they just got that last goal. Like, I would actually, I think I would have cried. I would have oh, actually got a trip yeah. back to Beachy Head, I think. I think Dunkey was so there. happy in his post-match uh, interview, wasn't he? Yeah, like, I know. I, I, yeah, when I was first watching it, I was like, why are you so happy, mate? Like, we should have won. But obviously, he's just literally saved our game. And that's kind of, yeah. like you said, that was you a, can't that's hate like that scoring a last-minute winner for him. No, no, it was just, uh, uh, and, but but this is so. My my question to both of you then is: what, Why are we? Why why does why do we need Dunkey to save us? Like, why are we getting in these positions where we're in the ninety first minute and we're so close to potentially losing a game, which we were so on top? Like, what do you think needs to change with regards? Is it tactics? Is it attitude? Is it personnel? Goal scorers. Do we need a? Simple. You need goal scorer. Mm. So is that bringing in the goal scorer? This is, no, I, I can't see that happening because of the whole... Well, it won't happen, but it has to. Even if it's just a loan... But it has to, that, mate, that makes no sense. Naylor, Naylor, <laughs> we need <laughs> last night, sorry to interrupt. Naylor's we need last night, like, I can't believe I can't believe Brighton fans, after seeing we're in 65, loss of 65 million, 67 million, I can't believe Brighton fans are saying we need a striker. Well, we just don't buy one, get one on loan. Like, okay, but who, who are you bringing on loan? Who, yeah, who who I'd go back to... I don't know, Rigi? Fuck no. Like, he's literally played like, a couple of games really. So he's, you get Rigi misses one on one to uh, Liverpool against Burnley. And yeah. Then... I, I suggested the Rigi a couple of weeks back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that statement now because really? I don't want I don't want a Rigi to come. Yeah, but he he's, missed one opportunity. Our players missed countless miss opportunities. Yeah. No, he's the, then, he no. I think you're over, overlooking it. Like he's no. To be, be fair, Rigi, you talk about the target man kind of, you know, like that big yeah. figure like the Murray Hughes type. He he could. Well, yeah. Let's talk about Donny. Go on, Ryan. Yeah. What What do you think he brings that we don't already have? Hopefully, goals. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I um. I remember I used to absolutely love Andone. Like, I literally used to just absolutely love yeah, him. And I, I'd always, like, say... Like, Do I, you have him on your screensaver? Probably. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> probably at some point. That's why, but, um, that's why he got sent away yeah, from Lone. <laughs> yeah, that's why he got sent away from Lone. Yeah, that's why he bottled it. Now, after that, um, <laughs> I think it was the game against... Um, obviously the Palace one but the Huddersfield one I seem to stick out on every week he scored that header and everyone went mad because it was the first goal he'd scored in ages and I just feel like he could actually do so well under Potter and I just I I do forgive him now because we need him like you know it's sort of like that Mm. Um, and I see he's a bit more of a clinical striker I feel yeah Mm. he looks more like a striker than Mope yeah Uh, yeah yeah him and Mope uh, won the first game under Potter yeah and I remember putting the post on Talk Seagulls and it was a photo of Andone and Mopan. and I said, this is our new duo. And then literally like two weeks later, he gets shipped off on loan. But <laughs> Ever since Bernardo tripped him over and like, and like kicked yeah. him, remember that clip? What, yeah, that all went down against Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He was good that's against when he got sent off. That's the game. Yeah, that's the game he got sent off. Yeah, he didn't start off. As soon angry. as he got on the pitch, he was tripped up by his own teammate and then got sent off like <laughs> half an hour later. And then gets shipped out to Galatasaray. Oh. Uh, amazing, oh, okay. but obviously he he does divide he does divide opinion a lot in the Brighton fan base. So a lot of people are saying Can like don't picky, don't yeah. let him back in. No, yeah, uh, and that's I suppose that's the big question is like, we don't really have a leg to stand on. No, at the moment. Can't. Like, we can't <laughs> we can't force our hand uh, at the moment. No. He sort of got us in. He's he's gra- he's grabbed us by the balls instead of the <laughs> other way around. Really, he's actually waiting. It sounds like oh, so you need me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, come to me yeah. after one uh, and a half years. But I, I, yeah. I definitely love to see him. I'd, le- I'd definitely love to see him in and around the squad again and, and fighting for a first team place. Because, like you said, Ryan, it's like, what else have we got? <laughs> like, to we be haven't honest, got the only, anything better. The only thing would be is he comes back and the fear is that he's lost his pace because he was very, very quick. I remember, but mm. I feel like he could have lost that. I mean, he's been out for what a year and a half with an ACL, and not many players come back the same after That's an ACL. That's very true. Um, but I hope he does because we need him. But yeah, I'm not going to say 27, him, of course. But yeah, only he's 27. Not, he's not too bad. Yeah, mm. he's got a bit of time. So I just, just anything anymore. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I just anything. As I say, we just sound like broken records. We're just talking yeah. the same stuff every single week, and it's yeah. it's draining. It's draining. It is draining, mate. Trust me. Trust me. Let, honestly, let me throw a bit of positivity here. So this oh, is what Andy Naylor said whilst everyone was complaining last night on Twitter. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So he goes, Brighton's season is on a knife edge between anxiety and comfort, which is facts. He goes, Mm. they are the same number of points, five, behind Wolves, who are 13th, as they are above Fulham, 18th. So like, just literally in a couple games, if we could get a couple Mm. decent results, we'll be so much further away. And it's right, but then... If Fulham have a couple but, of decent games, and then that's we a, have, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It's like we are in a really, really weird we, position. Where are we going to get these, you know, these clinical wins? Because I, I think I tweeted it yesterday as well, and, and I, I mentioned it to, to a mate of mine. I just the only game this season that I've I genuinely watched at 90 minutes of Brighton and I felt comfortable, happy and actually really happy that, you know, the, the way the game went was Newcastle away. Yeah. That was the only, only game where I felt like, okay, 90 minutes of comfort, joy, elation, whatever you want to call it. And then... Even the Leeds game, like I was on it, like the last 10, 15, 20 minutes, I was literally on the edge of my seat, like, oh my God, we're going to succeed, we're going to lose, I couldn't breathe, I was having heart palpitations, yeah, no, and it wasn't, it wasn't good. So I, I just feel like every time I've watched Brian, and, and yesterday included, I've just been left frustrated, annoyed, and just like, why can't we just take our tr- chances and just score goals and get results? <laughs> Let's not act just... though, like this wasn't us probably every single year of my life it's just yeah we can't we've I, never had the ability to finish a team off apart from like i think it was like 2016 days. yeah 2016 17 15 all that sort of era when we seemed to just demolish teams but we've still never done things the easy way we just don't know how yeah. to do it it's just so no. frustrating it's just in our but i swear last season last season didn't seem as stressful as this season i don't know why I, I can't I, because I, we I just... were just consistently poor whereas i think this yeah. one <laughs> play well yeah yeah, and, yeah. that's true we're that's actually, true that is true we're so close I think that's, to being that's good. a very that's, that's actually a very good point we are that's so very close to being good yeah. and we just that's like when... that guy posted if we finished our chances it was like the champions league and so yeah. that is just, yeah. it is true like, we'd be so much better that's what you can say for those people that are saying Potter out because I was talking to someone today and they said yeah but we haven't improved we have improved we've improved so much in the last year we've improved we just mm. can't score if if yesterday no, if Mopay and Trossard scored their goals yesterday we won that 2 or 3 nil. you know we're going to be mm. saying how great yeah. Potter is it's as yeah. simple as that even if we score one of those goals we won that 1-0 we're going to be saying how great Potter is so yeah. you know what I mean I don't think that the, the ability of a manager should come down to the 
the ability of the players to finish their yeah. chances from six yards out. If we were, mm. if we weren't even getting into six yards out, fair enough. But we are. Yeah, no, exactly. so, yeah, if we only had two shots of the and none of them were on target, then that would have yeah. been a complete different yeah, story. You totally. to and that's what it was under yeah. Hutton in the end. That's what it was under Hutton in the end, and that's why he got sacked. It's not about his record. Yeah. It was about how we were seeing those games, and it was hopeless. We were just going into them, 100%. probably expecting to lose because we knew we weren't going to attack them anytime soon. And that's what I, th- I think. Said. Yeah. I, I think I think Ben, you you hit the nail on the head for me. It is it is because last season we were just, just just like poor like throughout the season. Whereas this season we've actually been good, and I think we get so frustrated because we look good and we play well, but it's just not we're not getting the results. And I think and it's trying just the to most explain that to thing. a neutral fan or a rival fan yeah. is impossible. <laughs> you can't do yeah. it. You cannot mate, tell. And we get the same questions like. We've all been on. We've all been on other teams' podcasts. We've all done other stuff like away from Seagull Social, and we've been asked exactly the same question. It's like, oh, uh, why are Brighton so low in the league? Like, you you play really good football, and like people God. rave about you. And it's like it's the same question we get same, every time. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, well, I don't know, mate. Just our strike. We should just pre-record like. it now, shouldn't we? And just send it to like every <laughs> media outlet that ever time. wants us. Yeah, oh, just mate. be like, look, there's no point in me coming on your show. I'm just going to say the same thing as I said three weeks ago. So just look at that and just use that clip. Yeah, literally. Um, all right. So going on then, just quickly, let's just box off uh, something we do weekly, uh, a weekly feature of Percy Cam. Unfortunately, <laughs> this week uh, we can't do it because uh, unfortunately Percy... He looked, yeah, yeah, he looked cold on the bench and that's the end of Percy Cam. <laughs> we could do Percy bench cam maybe, uh, just how, <laughs> yeah. how, how, he, how he reacted on the bench. He looked bench classy cam. on the bench. Um, he, yeah. sat, he sat really well. He, and, wore the, uh, um, he wore the training kit really nicely. I think the blue, <laughs> the blue long sleeve suited him. I'll give him a 10 uh, out of 10. Yeah, there you go. Percy Cam done. Uh, finish. Yeah, so we just had to box that off. Unfortunately, we couldn't yeah, do Percy so Cam. Um, but then let's go back to just quickly because we, we touched on it briefly. Um, we talked about the, the losses. That So for anyone who doesn't know, um, Brighton did announce their um, sort of financial uh, end of year losses and profits, etc. Massive. Really. And Massive. Um, they actually, cheekily, they actually posted it at 10 p.m., didn't they? Uh, I know, Ryan, you noticed it and Ben as well, I think. Uh, they posted like 10 p.m. on Tuesday, was it? Uh, I think it was. And they were I just basically well, like, yeah. Yeah, ho- hoping everyone's in bed so no one sees it. Um, it was, <laughs> you it was, think it was even it was later than that, wasn't it? It was like half ten, I think. Might be. Yeah. They yeah, posted yeah. it on MySpace and no one has MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they posted it on Reddit and just hope no one saw it. Um, <laughs> but no, um, so yeah, so they they uh, basically announced a sixty-seven point two million pound loss, uh, twenty-five million uh, attributed to COVID, and they also borrowed thirty-seven million, which is going to be. Um, against future broadcast revenue um so that is quite a big hefty sort of loss really isn't it and thank god for tony bloom what a man yeah without tony we'd be nothing honestly 100 percent. and, yeah, and no, really in true. the grand scheme of things let's be honest boys 67 million to be like as a loss for a football club that's pretty standard like we're not standard but like it's not it's not like a detrimental in terms of like you're going to fold or especially like a club our size and our stature and the backing mm. we've got it's not going to like make or break but of course it's not great it means that you know we're not allowed we can't spend as much uh, and you know we're gonna have to unfortunately make sort of cost cutting uh, measurements it's a bit sure. of a it would literally it would be 45 million it would be 45 million yeah. without covid obviously mm. doing quick maths it's a bit of a look a bit scary i think looking at what it could be for next year if covid doesn't sort of improve over the next few months because yeah. then you could be true. thinking that's a bit worrying because another you know, 25 million basically yeah another mm. one or even more than that it could be quite a bit scary but then because... but then ryan you, you got you got to weigh up like every club will be in the same position it's not just us oh yeah so it's and like and a lot you know, of clubs if, unfortunately if, will not be able to 
compete with it because yeah not us particularly but there'll be a lot of clubs out there in the next year or so if it is if we don't improve it'll be uh quite scary for them because no you know, for sure quick, quick point about something our finance chief dave jones said it's about us selling players obviously in the past like decade we haven't really sold any of our best players as you can name mm. like brick up buckley those kind of players we've sold but will will this well this probably will affect us when we come to sell basuma maybe Lancy in the summer hopefully not in the summer but basuma for example teams might say look well you need the money we don't have much money either we'll give you let the less amount that we would normally give you in a normal mm. window so like basuma like, could go for but 50 I... million might only go for See, I, I don't think to, I don't think Tony Bloom would would buckle like that. I, I think he would just stand firm and be like, "Well, I want fifty million. So unless you're going to give me fifty million, I'm not going to sell." That's just my personal. Mm. I think that's how but he. But Dave Jones, this quote, yeah, this quote yeah, scared true. me. So he goes, "The count show value of one hundred eight million, but we've got players with worth a lot of money and highly sought after, which is obviously pointing in a direction that we, we've got players Bissima that are worth White. a lot that we can sell." Mm, so yeah. whether so maybe White and Pazuma might go to it is that hint that but, but we've, we've talked about this though before haven't we we've said like even if we do sell let's say White and Pazuma we're confident that we can then either bring someone from the youth system up or yeah, replace them because our scouting system is proven now to be quite decent like the we've actually part. made some very good um, no, that's true but yeah the second part whilst we have no re- uh, well, yeah well, kind of what I said whilst we have not really ever sold players in the past going forward to reduce deficit clearly player trading is, needs to be part of the business so mm. now that our he's team basically is saying better, that we, yeah, yeah we will be he's basically players. saying we're going to sell players yeah. yeah but I mean it's not the end of the world let's be frank I think Basuma's you know, inevitable why yeah, is rather inevitable so yeah. I think everyone's it's just a matter of when isn't Basuma it now. Mm. yeah I think Basuma yeah. will definitely go summer um I, if people will want white, they might do. I don't know if we'll be getting anywhere I, close to the sort of fifty no, million. No, I, I think, think no. No, I think Ben will Ben White will stay till the end of next season and then probably go. But mm-hmm. I think Basuma, you're right, Ryan. I think he'll go in the summer. I, I reckon. Yeah, he's um, ready now. Basuma's ready to go, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. what, what, let's, yeah. let's think. White's only done half a season in the Premier League. Same. I'm not gonna lie. That's gonna be one of the saddest days ever when we lose when Basuma. Basuma I'm just gonna though. cry. Mate. I was gonna have like a half an hour. Sorry, Yakub Moda, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, can't say though. Well, when if he does, well, yeah, let's say they're alive. Yeah, is, right? is he? What's going on? Do, does anyone, anyone know? His flight? Yeah, yeah Ryan Romano. Ryan Romano. Tell us an update. Give us an update. Would you know anything? I mean, I, I saw he had his interview at the thing saying he was signing for Brighton, and then mm. I mean, Andy Naylor literally put tweets on saying, you know, when he signs, he's done. It's done. It's all done. Yeah, everyone. And wasn't there a video as well, right? So why don't we just announce it? I swear you yeah. tweeted a video as well of him at the airport crying with his yeah. parents as if he yeah, was Yeah, he was with party. his parents crying. And then he's flying over that, the police. He's crying because you didn't want to go to Brighton. Yeah, please, <laughs> like, please. They said Man United. <laughs> they said Man United. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, do you reckon his flight goes over the Bermuda Triangle, though? Because it had to. I literally don't know where he's gone. Yeah. He's disappeared, mate. I thought we were people. Some people were saying that. Some people were saying that we've like say we're saving it for deadline day, so it's a nice deadline day surprise. Like this was a transfer that we t- thought we had three weeks ago. It's not a, su- yeah. it's a deadline day surprise. Yeah. It's a transfer it's that like... we've known this had been a done deal for at least a yeah. week as well. Like everyone exactly. knows yeah. it's a, fin- a finished deal, so why not just announce it? I don't know. Signing Stephen yeah. Dobby on deadline day, but that was a surprise. But <laughs> signing Caicedo is not a surprise. Oh, mate, been... Stephen well, Dobby, what a guy! Scored a chip against Peter, bro. That's literally all I can never remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And then, and then the final thing 
thing before we get on to the um, Tottenham preview. So just quickly as well, we want to talk about Lamptey as well. The fact that we, we know he's injured, we know that much, but it seems like we're still not getting like a, a, a clear timeline as to when Mate, he's going to return, which is Do you really think we're going to get any transparency from our football club? It's never going to happen. Yeah. It's never happened. They'll never ever... He's on the same flight as Caicedo, wasn't he? That's, that's what's happened. But why? <laughs> like, why gone. though? Like, Because surely that just makes a divide between the fans and the club. Like, Why not just be transparent? Like, If they say, it's okay, he's out to the way. end of the season, fair play. Like, Well, not fair play because I'll be a bit gutted. But if they said to me, oh, right, you know, um, Lamptey will be back at X... Like you know, this month or whatever, I'm like, okay, cool. Like we have to wait until then. But why not just when saying nothing makes it worse? It might be. Yeah, they trying to hide what the actual injury is, like whether if maybe if that will affect his um, transfer value. If they say, oh, he's got a reoccurring. But surely we're not we're not selling him like, like in in these windows. No, it just means for his value well, I don't know, maybe, for the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. Like if they say he's he's played half a season in the Premier League and then he's had this in- injury suddenly, <clears throat> people might get yeah. a bit. Bit scared of that. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, the name of Go on. I was going to say he goes. He'll not be involved against Fulham, which you knew, or for a while after that was his quote. So like, that's just so vague. Right. Yeah. I think it'll be after, after the that transfer window. I think there's probably something in that. The, the fact that they don't want to keep him in the market window, just keep him out a bit for a bit. I mean, Veltman's performing, mm. so just keep him out while we can. And then bring I mean, him after the window. I mean, that doesn't sound that crazy, you know. Like that, no, he, that's what I mean. Ryan it, makes it a valid point to be fair. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like that, that's the thing. They could generally just be like keeping out because the, the, the if like, imagine they had a stormer this month, like paid amazingly yeah, well, exactly. and that would just drum up even more interest. So yeah. I pay, I mean, imagine, everyone be looking imagine he's in like the physio room, like jumping about, being like, look, I'm, I'm doc, I'm good, I swear. Look, I'm running, <laughs> really fine. I'm on the treadmill, like doing this. He's like, no, no, no. I think hold off a couple more, few more weeks. You got more, mate. Five yeah, they got days. Five more days. Lamptey, Lamptey, you got a broken leg, pal. He's like, what? My leg's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I promise you it's a fracture. Double fracture. Can you uh, see so that swelling you... there? The, uh, <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Tied down in the tre- like, with the straps yeah. around his wrist. Like, Let me go. Let oh, me it's, like, it's like me, you know. Why are you running? <laughs> Why are you running? <laughs> Wait, are you running? Wait, are you running? <laughs> Lamptey's like trying to just get away. He's like, I'm just trying to play, lads. I'm just trying to play. I really want to play for football. Right. Let's go. I'm going to be real. List it just quick before we move on. Um, the nature of what Lamptey is as a player, um, it seems like he is that sort of player to get injured because he's so 100 mile an hour all the time. Mm. He's just always yeah. going for it, diving into tackles, sprinting at million mile an hour. He's, he's inevitable 100%. that he's going to get injured at a hamstring or a calf or something. Because I, I, was, I was just about to say, like I was just about to say, because hamstrings are quite, um, they're quite uh, associated with. Uh, like muscular injury so in terms of you know these quick players will usually get hamstring Buckley um, Buckley was made of literally yeah. elastic yeah. bands remember he literally snapped every two seconds exactly. but he was such a good exactly. player on his day so yeah, it's just yeah. Like so that. fingers crossed I fingers really crossed hope Lamptey's career doesn't end up like that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, same. Really Such good. a nice guy as well. Not, he's not even. An oh, mate, he's seriously. literally. Uh, like, I don't want to sound patronising, but he's just like the cutest guy ever. Like, he's just, <laughs> he, honestly, I just want like, no. to grab his cheeks and be like, you're, you're the nicest guy ever. You're so like, quick. You're yeah, the same. My mum loves you're... him so much. She just calls him oh, little mate. whenever he's on. The... He's just, he's just <laughs> so like humble and like just down to earth. I just, I, I watched an interview with him for I think it was BT, like um, Jules Breach did, and he just, he just sounded like the nicest oh, guy yeah. ever. Like, he just doesn't like, yeah. Uh, anyway, my granddad's always like, "Where's that little lad gone? Is he not playing?" <laughs> <laughs> little five the little lad Lamptey, yeah. Yeah. yeah, runs about forty yeah. mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, literally the roadrunner, the roadrunner. Um, all right, cool. So, and then final thing, then uh, Tottenham preview. Of course, we have got Tottenham on the weekend on Sunday night. Um, first of all, boys, uh, let's start with you then, Ryan. Um, how do you see this game going? 
I mean, Tottenham have been a bit off it recently, actually, haven't they? Oh, I say that. Endombele looks unreal. But um, Oh, mate, yeah. he's a baller. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be positive. Keep the faith. Up the Albion. Be positive. We're going to go in there. We're going to smash him, mate. 3-0 re- <laughs> It's going to happen again. Watch uh, it. Watch amazing. it. It's going to happen again. Connolly you know returning. I don't even it'll be great. Yeah. It's going to happen. Trust me. We're mm. going to go yeah. smash well, uh, well, Tottenham. Bit, bit, bit of... It's going to be brilliant. So, so you mentioned them going off the boil at the moment. Uh, I think this one's going to bite you in the ass as well. Uh, they in the last three, six, eight, in the last eight games, uh, they've won uh, six, drawn two, and yes, yeah, so they haven't lost in eight games. The last defeat came against Leicester no. at home back in December. No. Um, so they're, <laughs> oh. they're, they're doing quite well. They're doing quite well. But, yeah, but good enough. news. Good news is Ben Davis is out injured, and so, uh, and Reguilon is out injured. So they're left well, backs. Davis is- Davis says he's playing. I know. But I thought oh, he was imagine if we had Lamptey. Oh, that's so annoying. That'd I know. So yeah. Hard. So well, well, I, my my um my sort of source in, in the Tottenham camp, my, my mate who's a big Tottenham fan, he said that yeah, Ben Davis and Reguilon are out for the game. So that's what he's told no, me. No, trust. He's, how... he's starting against Liverpool tonight. What? Who is Davis? Ben Davis is starting tonight, but. Yeah, oh, well, that's. But I know, I know that. I know that. There goes that source. That he was injured. No, no. I heard the exact same thing. Worst source. I heard that Davis is uh, well, yeah, I mean that's the, that's the, he just lied to me. Fake news. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so Regu- well, Reguilon's out, so that's good. That's yeah, good. That's good. Reguilon's out, which is positive. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, I think Ryan, you do make your point. I, I know they've been playing really, really, really well, but they do have that moment where you can sort of expose them, especially at the back. Like going forward, we all know they are class. Like you know, they got you know Hurricane and Son. That's literally <laughs> world class. Two world class yeah, players that will hurt best. you at any given point. Yeah. Yeah, two of the best. But defensively, I don't. See, well, I know we don't score. We can't score for shit. But if we can sort of get at them a little bit and make them uncomfortable, I don't see a reason why we couldn't maybe nick a draw or something. But I'm not hopeful for a win. I don't think we'll go there and um, dominate, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I mean, what can we really do against the like of Spurs? You've got so Mate, much. We're caliber. gonna go in there. We're gonna smash them. Trust me. It's gonna. <laughs> we're gonna smash them. <laughs> It's gonna we happen. need Aaron Connolly to do a madness again. Well, we're going we to cash on those expected goals. Really Mopey's going to have a madness. Connolly's going to have a madness. Trossard's going to be brilliant. Alexa McAllister's Webster's going to score. I, I can see a set piece. I can see a set piece go out. No, Webster's going to score coming. like that's company did for Man City against Leicester. That's what he's going to do. It's just going to be but brilliant. It's going right, to be one of those days. It's going to be brilliant. But the thing is, when we played them last, so what? We lost against Gareth Bale's header. Was it 1-0? Um, and we actually played well that game. I remember yeah. we actually played well. We didn't. Yeah, really we did. We deserved to lose oh, two one. We scored against yeah. Lamptey scores. Um, and then yeah, yeah. and then and I was really negative Gareth before that. that so there we go. Mm. There you so go. Well, yeah, so now, be negative. Don't be positive. We're gonna go and beat. Don't be positive, Ryan. No, don't be positive. Be negative, and then hopefully this happens. <laughs> Mate, I've been negative like every podcast. I've got to be. I've got to smile. <laughs> I've got to just say, look, yeah. we've got to smile through the pain. We've got to just be. Happy with what we've got, I suppose, because our, yeah. our time in the our time in the Premier League might be up soon. So let's just enjoy it while we're here. Yeah? It's yeah. literally <laughs> the least clinical team against the most clinical team in the Premier. Like they they <laughs> yeah. have two shots. Harry Kane those two and shots. Son, yeah. right. and no, those roles yeah. will reverse but, on, on Sunday. So it's fine. Oh, but but one, one question, one sort of topic to bring up, I suppose, is first of all, actually two things. So first of all, you mentioned him, Brian, Endombele. Um, how how are we going to shackle him? Because he's he's a, an incredible player. And oh, Basuma's really got him, mate. Don't worry about that. Basuma's got him. Basuma's got him. <laughs> he's got Basuma's him. That'll be an interesting battle, though. That'll be an interesting will, battle. Be yeah, yeah. that'll be really good. Two how good how we sort of time down. Uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. And then the final thing is, uh, Mourinho, obviously, he's been getting a lot of stick recently for, for parking the bus 
um, a lot of people are saying he's very negative. Like once he goes one 0 up, he'll literally shut down classic and Jose. not really go for the game. Yeah, classic Jose. Do you see him like? How do you see him setting up against us? Um, so this is to either of you. How do you see him like setting up um, against us? And do you think that if he does go one 0 up, do you reckon he'll um, you know impl- implement that same system, or do you think he'll just go for it? No, I think when I watched the game against Sheffield United, and obviously people say he parked the bus, I think it's just to kind of wind up Spurs fans and get under their skin a bit. He doesn't necessarily park the bus against smaller Depends teams. If he like, smells blood. It, he's just quite, he's just quite clever. I think he, he'll, you know, they'll get a goal or maybe two goals, and they'll know that they don't really need to. If they're playing against Sheffield United or us, for example, they might think we don't really need to keep going and waste our energy, perhaps. So we'll just kind of sit back and t- take the result that we've got right now. There's no point in risking mm. anything else. But yeah. whether they do that against us, I don't know. Like, I think they dispatched Sheffield United pretty easy. It was like 3-1 or so. Mm-hmm. Sheffield United got lucky. I might be chatting at my arse. I can't remember that result off the top of my head. But, <laughs> yeah, that's... And yeah. we got we do have to kind of compare ourselves to Sheffield United because we're very close to them in the table. Um, we are. So Scarily. They, and they, they did go for that game. And to be fair, like I think one of Kane's goals, he like pounced on a, missed, like, a mistake from the defence, which we're quite prone to. And that just goes back to how clinical Spurs are. So... Yeah. We really got to be smart at the came, back, mate. and our, our defense have been in pretty decent form recently. So, you know, we might we might be able to not concede too many against them. I know that sounds so negative, but yeah, we got to be realistic. Also, also as well, I've just seen their lineup. I've, I've just seen their lineup against Liverpool. Now, on the left hand side, we talk about obviously Davis. So Davis looks like he's playing the left centre half, and Doherty looks at left wing back. So wing potentially, back, yeah. right on that right side, we can we might have some joy um, if we you know if we get out of them properly and sort of go. find Vartman a way. I'm sure Potter... Boom. Yep. That's that done. There you go. That's the hardest there you part go. done. Then Complete. we cross it into Mopé. He scored. Simple as that. <laughs> or he lays it off to McAllister. He scored as well. There you go. Like, what's yeah. the issue, mate? So, what's the issue? So their left their left hand side could be potentially an area we can we can target. I suppose that's the only really yeah. weakness they have. I suppose if you can call it that. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing I can see really because going forward they just look immense. Um, that front yeah. three really scares me. Uh, Son, I think they're playing Bergwijn, Son, and Kane, and Kane today. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. Endombele and Hoiberg in, uh, behind. So I mean, you can't really get any better than that, to be honest. But yeah, we'll see. How, yeah. We, I like you. I like your positivity, Ryan. I like it. Uh, I Mate, think we've got to do it now. All... I'm sorry, I've we've done got, so many negative podcasts. All my videos yeah. are always negative, talking the same rubbish yeah. every single time. Let's be positive. Let's yeah. go into this. Keep the faith. Up the. We're going to win five nil. We're going to win five nil. Come on, the boys. Yeah, yeah we do play that. against. We do play better against the bigger teams, don't yeah, we? So we do. that's very true. Hopefully, yeah. our players will turn up. And <laughs> say this. I was. Pos- I said we were going to go and beat Fulham last night, and we didn't. So there we go. I said three 0 I said. I said one all. I said one all. Um, I, I, I got the draw. I think part, I said two 0 Yeah, I said one all. But three 0 against Spurs. Let's. Let's yeah, do that. All right, go on. So Ryan's prediction is 3-0. Ben, what, what yeah. are you going for? Uh, <laughs> what was that noise? Go, that needs to be our like intro music. That bit. Just confused. <laughs> um, shit. I don't know, mate. 1-0. Honestly, I can't. 1-0 Spurs. I'm, I'm going to say 1-0 Brighton. Do you know what? 1-0 I'm Brighton. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to go with you boys as well. I'm going to go 2-1 Brighton. Cool. Look at this. Hell. Look at this. I can't wait for We're going to go beat Tottenham, man. Yeah, that is literally what's about to happen. Oh, no, it's not going to happen uh, because we're going to beat them. What am I on about? We're going to beat them. Yeah, we're going to beat them. Two, two Thank God Brian, we don't maybe. do live streams like watching all during the match because oh, we would have yeah. so much power <laughs> on our face. Every and also, yeah, I'll be honest yeah. with you, when I watch Brighton, I literally can't breathe for half the time, so no. it wouldn't really be very fun. It would I'd not be there sat and silent. 
Just I think that's like I think that's fun for other people because I'm just like fuck sake, fucking fuck. Yeah. That's what <laughs> people <laughs> like watching, don't they? Really? Yeah. I mean, the only time I did show a bit of passion was well, uh, I wouldn't call it passion. It was when <laughs> when we conceded to West Ham. Oh, uh, that yeah. took that shoot. shoot oh, yeah. I, mean, I got caught on camera. I <laughs> yeah. got caught on camera being a, quite aggressive towards the TV, which wasn't my finest moment, but that really did piss me off. But anyway, under the, right, under the blanket so, with your chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, mate. Honestly, a bit Pop of chocolate milk. milk. Mm. Right, boys. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, we hope everyone listening has enjoyed it as well. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, please do drop a comment and a like. It does really mean a lot. Mm. Um, and of course, keep keep streaming it on Spotify and on Apple. Again, really, really helps. And we do appreciate it all. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we shall see you. Also, next... sorry before you go. Oh, go on, Ben. Can I just get Ben's, Ben's, Ben's also in the... for my also. <laughs> F's in the F's in the chat, boys, for the uh, theme tune. That's no longer with us, unfortunately. Yes, so oh, yeah. F's in the Rest chat. In Caught out after copyright, which is a bit yeah. of a pain in the ass. But but know. Ben, we we are we are going to get a new one, aren't we? We're in the process. Yeah, of we're in the process of getting yeah. a new one. We'll, we'll we're going to put out a post on social media. Ryan's idea. I'll give him that. Uh, we're going to put like a selection of ten or so. <laughs> theme tunes and you guys will be able to vote <laughs> right, the even, even if you vote for the, the worst one we'll, we won't use it so it's still going to be your point is vote. basically irrelevant whatever your opinion is it doesn't actually matter <laughs> but we're just trying we're to fish it out anyway trying to engage it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to get comments so yeah, yeah. yeah. we're driving so, engagement basically I hope you're enjoying the temporary theme tune um yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not very good. Right. Yeah, let us let us know. Let us know in the comments uh, which one you want. Or which and don't forget the F's in the chat. Don't not yeah, forget the F's in the chat. Yeah. But, but yeah, of course. To round it off, on, right? round it off. Up the Albion, keep the faith, and back Potter. That's what I'm doing. Seagulls. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.